This is another clip I just had to share with you from our Relationship Driven Growth open mic sessions that happen after the live show. In this one, our content strategist at Be The Stage, Rita, popped in to share about this live podcast that she launched from for other clients that she has at this trade show for HVAC. It was these two women entrepreneurs really took advantage of an opportunity to launch a show, create a community, a bunch of cool stuff. So Rita talks all about it in this thing, and it starts midway in a conversation about the what, so what, now what framework for making speaking points that if you listen to the show prior to this, you're going to know all everything that we're talking about. But I left it in there because I thought there was some valuable nuggets there. Enjoy this. I would love to see you at the next open mic session. If you got a speaking point, you got something to share, what we do with these is if you come up with something good, um, the community debates it, and then afterwards we make a um, little piece of content for you to promote yourself on LinkedIn or social media, whatever you want, on the house. So come to one of the live shows. You'll find the links in the show notes. Enjoy. If you know how it is, then you know how it might be. But think what it would look like if you grow your own community. It ain't easy. That's why you're listening to hear experiences from others just like you and me. Welcome to the B2B Community Builder Podcast, a show that was started because if you can unlock the power of having a community around your business, then you will create a source of referrals, validation, marketing content, and product feedback that will be unbeatable. But who has time to think about building a community when you need to be making sure that your team has what it needs to succeed in serving clients and bringing in revenue? That is why we'll be talking to business leaders like you and I that have cracked the code on why the community play is so valuable, how to implement tactics that got them there while still serving short-term goals, and what they can teach you that they have mastered. This show is for you if you are a CEO, CMO, or simply a rainmaker that has realized that without a community, you are just a commodity, but haven't figured out how to add it to your infinite list of priorities. This show is for you if you are a community professional or trying to be a community professional that is trying to convince leadership about the need to invest in a community strategy. This show is not for you if you think transactions are more valuable than relationships. I am your host and chief executive connector, Pablo Gonzalez, co-founder of BeTheStage.Live, a marketing company that specializes in relationship-driven growth. I invented the relationship flywheel and hopefully... I'm your new best friend. So smash that subscribe button, leave a rating when you do, and get ready to plug into the power of community creation for business development. Let's go. When I put out a speech, I know that yep. each of each of like the kind of like pillars that I'm going to go into with a what, so what, now what are about three to five minutes, right? So like if I'm if I'm trying to like gauge how long I'm going to speak for and I have a have an hour to fill then I know I'm probably going to need about like five or six of those and I'm going to need some other long-winded stories and, and, and other things in there to do it. Right. So like when I have a, when I have an hour to fill, I'm, I'm taking 10 of my hook points and putting them together. Whereas if I'm going for like a half hour, 45 minutes, I'm thinking more just like, how can I do like three or five of these things? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I just, it was something that hit me. I was like, yeah, no, no shit, but all right. Good, good reminder. So I would agree that this is a very simple yet effective framework. And I think bringing it up 
And teaching it is still so important because it applies to every kind of content that you create. It's really like the beginner's guide to storytelling for literally any format that you can imagine, audio, video, writing. I mean, it's even TikTok. I mean, that's really actually a lot of TikTok videos lately I have noticed follow this framework because they're so short and they're trying to get you to pay attention and care. And if I want you guys to actually watch some clips on social, TikTok, Instagram reels, especially catered more to business clips and see if you can catch this framework for the more high-performing clips. Because I have a feeling you'll kind of see some of it there. I've noticed it lately. I've been meaning to tell you, Pablo. (laughs) That's cool. That's really cool. So that's, you know, Rita, I got to say that your, the way that you, when we first spoke about the what, so what, now what, and how you lit up and kind of like have leaved into it has been a major, major validation point for me of just like, oh, there's a real value in this framework, right? Because you think like this, if y'all don't know, Rita is a master at studying storytelling because she's obsessed with Disney. She's got a, she's got a podcast called Bippity Boppity Business that looks at the business side of Disney and how they do stuff. It's a great podcast. And if you think about like experiential marketing and storytelling and branding and IP creation, right? Like Disney really, Disney really does it better than everybody else. And I had never realized it until I tuned into Rita's podcast when I was trying to get her to come work for us. So it's really, really cool stuff. So yeah, anyways, you, you've been a major, major validation point in the value of this stuff for me. And I think that, you know, as, as we continue doing this stuff, doing the, like even even looking for that in our micro content, right? So so you all know, right? Like one of Rita's roles is that she she is she is the guarantor of what we promise the client, you know, like is seen through from like long form content to short form content, right? So she's in charge of pulling out our our account executives pull out the clips that we think we're gonna repurpose from shows. But Rita's the one that's like looking at it and making sure that we're answering the, is this interesting? Do I trust this person? Is this for me? And is the, is the, is the hook, you know, like is the, when we talk about hooks in social media content, we're talking about the headline and the first three seconds and the first line of the captions. So she packages it all together. And as we've continued our formula of figuring out how to repurpose content better, at first it was process. And now we're going into process of story. Right. So, so it is, it is how we pull those things out and have it have character, context, conflict, and big idea and deliver on the promise of the, of the title and how we break everything out. It's been really, really cool to do. Oof. That was a golden nugget right there. I'm going to have my team clip that and paste that across all my social media channels. So if you could just give this a pause right now. Go into the show notes and connect with me on whatever platform you like to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you want to be a part of my life in connect with me there. I'm going to share that clip and you can share it with your friends so that they get the same lesson. It'll be adding value to their life. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to the show. If you haven't already hit five star review, right? You don't have to leave a review. You just got to hit five stars. If you want to leave a review, cool. And maybe send the episode to your friend. That would be awesome. That's it. I'm done. Back to the show. All right. With that said, she just came back from a really interesting conference in Atlanta where she helped one of her clients outside of J- outside of Be The Stage launch a podcast in a, in a trade show, right? And they had some, some really great 
really great experiences over there. We do the we do the production of podcasts at a trade show booth, but we've never done it as a launch. So I thought it was really, really interesting. We had a great call last Friday to talk about lessons learned. And I want to read it to come on here and, and share that with everybody. Yeah. So I also have never taken on the very ambitious effort of launching a brand new show at a conference where there has not been any content or any episodes before. And I found it to be very interesting because we it's it's everything Pablo teaches, but right out the gate, right at the watering hole where you want you to make content with the people that you want to connect with. So it's not a new concept and it's nothing revolutionary, but there are some important data points or learnings that I have come back with from this event that I think are really important. First and foremost, launching a podcast and getting the hype around the podcast is very difficult when it comes to the first few episodes of your show. For the most part, we don't expect the first couple episodes of the audio-only podcast for your brand new show to get that much hype because we're just starting out, right? But something that we did differently for this event is we were able to work with the Target trade show for this niche to have them almost be like a sponsor for the event, for the podcast. And what I mean by that is we said that, okay, we would like to launch the show at your event. In return, we would like to have press passes to come to the event for free and not pay. And we will also provide you the content. Anything that we record, we will send to you as long as you tag us on social and help us promote that we will be launching the show at your event. Now, for this show, it's called Power Women of the Trades. And these two ladies, Leslie and Cassie, they are one owns an AC business and they have a fleet of cars, all of that, the electricians. And then another owns the other co host, she owns a plumbing business. They also have a whole service around that, right? So they came together and they decided that they wanted to launch at AHR Expo, which is basically a huge, like B2B AC convention. And at first I was like, what? Like you don't have any episodes and (laughs) you want to like launch at an event? Like, how are we going to do that? But what what ended up happening is once we were able to find the organizer of this event and coordinate with her months in advance, like three, more like two, three months in advance of the show actually launching, it actually built up the hype that was needed for the launch to successfully happen so that even when by the time we released the first episode people were already talking about how excited they were for the launch to happen and at first i was like i don't understand how this makes sense but then back to disney i started thinking about how disney movies have a lot of hype on them before they are released any movie really when you watch a movie there's a trailer the hosts or the actors in this case of the show, of the movie go on a little press tour before the movie is released they try to coordinate branding efforts or events or merch 
anything in show business is still relatable and applicable for your business, if not more effective when it comes to launching and starting everything. So what ended up happening is they already have a hundred listens on their first episode on the podcast only, which is very good for a brand new show having just released a week ago. They have a couple hundred followers on their LinkedIn page. And the organizer of the event has requested that we send her the link so she can reshare it so they can post it on their website. And they got interviewed by a magazine that was at the event because they were so excited about the launch happening. So there is actually so much value in building that excitement, but it does not work if you do not have the proper branding and the story laid out and the strategy laid out. So before we did anything, I sat down with them and I asked them like, what's the show about? You know, what is your so what now what, you know, what's next kind of a thing. And we only had a show description and a trailer. We were able to have, I worked with another social media person in her agency. She was able to take a show description and a trailer and repurpose it and use that content enough to make two, three months of content, which can absolutely be done with Be The Stage here, and advance to promote the launch happening. And yeah, essentially now there are people literally asking us, when's the next episode coming out? Do you have more? And I'm like, what? Like we just did this. So instead of just talking about the watering holes, now we have the opportunity to, you know, with the world being better, more normal with COVID, better, back and whatever, we couldn't do that. Now, instead of talking about them, like the live shows that you do for your show can be live online, but also like try them at an event too. But I think the most important thing, the reason why this was successful is because both hosts have a personal brand and they're very active online. I think without their personal branding, this wouldn't have been as successful of a launch. That's it. This is a quick one. Just wanted to share with you that strategy. If you've never thought about leveraging the live event for podcast production or for like launching your podcast or just really how you think about content at live events, I think people leave a lot on the table. When they've got all their dream clients together, all their prospects, a lot of their team, and they're not using these live events as an opportunity to provide an experience for your clients that allows you to highlight them through content. If there's anything we've learned, it's that it is much more powerful for someone else to tell people how great you are than you telling people how great you are. And these trade shows, these conferences that you go to with your whole team is the perfect opportunity. So if you want some help with that, that's what we specialize here at Beat the Stage. So let us know because we definitely know how to leverage relationships over transactions. See you on the next one.